folks, it is Dre Tattoo Squid Podcast. Welcome to the show. Dreary as fuck right now. It was sunny. Uh, it might be raining later. Well, who knows? I'm not a weatherman, but they get good money, I tell you right now. Okay, let's talk about Cassandra Peterson. And if any of you that doesn't know, or have been living under a rock, but some people don't really read about said celebrities, um, Cassandra Peterson is Elvira. Yes, Elvira with the nice tight dress that holds the globes of life. Um, even at age, well, she's 69 now. That's a good number. She's 69 now. It's also a good number. Anyway, so she's, she's that number. And this year, in September 17th, she will be 70 years old. I have never, ever seen any woman that is that hot with that body at age 70. I swear, if I have an interview with Elvira, I don't know. I don't know what I would do. Probably, you know, have my hands tied behind my back, but I don't know. She'd probably think that's kinky. Uh, well, so now, if, like I said, if anybody that doesn't know who Cassandra Peterson is, is Elvira, you know, an actress singer and a writer you know which she is doing an autobiography autobiography but I'll get that at later um you know and a hostess wearing a revealing black gothic cleavage cleavage enhancing gown as host of the Elvira movie Macronic um macabre sorry not Macronic that's that's something different with uh stuff. Anyway, uh, it's a weekly B-movie, um, pretty much, uh, that, you know, does it, like, every week. Um, like I said, man, she'll be 70 years young, you know, starting this September. Um, some facts that you don't know, well, I mean, it's one fact, but, uh, which I didn't know, and actually, she was on the Chris Hardwick, uh, nerd podcast, and she has revealed that at one and a half years old, she was burnt or scalded, I would think from scalding hot water. Um, 35% of her body has been scalded, so uh, she has also uh, jokes that we call it that the costume that she wears as Elvira shows only the good bits, which I should say yes, yes. And actually, we call when you look at mistress of the dark you know she walks around with a uh a very you know like lingerie type kind of outfit and it all looks good from this point of a you know advantage and looking at the movie um also she did movies like i said mistress of the dark you know haunted hills catch you know catch the freeze of that um which she's also done you know, Lego cartoons. You know, the voices and everything else. She actually appeared on certain Scooby-Doo... 
cartoons, you know, with herself being in it and the voice and everything. Um, and there were some movies, which I cannot remember now, but I read it. And she's been in some movies that I didn't even think that she was in. But I would, you know, I haven't done that. But as it is, she is a vegetarian for many years. But now is a semi is on a semi vegetarian diet. Some of you are probably thinking, like, what the hell would we care about that? I'm like, hey, it is news, people. I gotta give you the news. So, uh, here's what the autobiography I'm telling you about. So, she was about to release an autobiography in 2020. So, like, the beginning of COVID-19, the the downfall of 2020, uh, she was gonna do. But since with COVID. Um, she is going to be, like, September 21st, 2021, uh, due to the pandemic. But this will be four days after her birthday. So, uh, I, the reason I brought up Elvira, um, the fact that I, every guy in the 80s, late 90s, or whatever, has seen her on TV, and you all gawk. And I, I'm one of them. I am. I'm a fan. I would love to meet her. You know, but every time I want to go and meet her, she's at like some horror con where it's in a different state, and I could not make it. I don't know if she's going to be doing appearances. Um, I wish. I, honestly, I'm going to say this right now, Elvira. Get your your people to call my people, which we I, I don't really have any people. Um, I'm I'm just a guy from Long Island, you know, doing a little podcast that a certain amount of people have listened to, but uh, I'm I'm not like a celebrity, you know, and and everything. Else, but I'm just a Joe Schmo. Um, you know, have your people call me. You know, um, whether it's through. Twitter, go to at podcast TA2 Squid um, and just leave me a message and, you know, see if we can do this thing of, a, of an interview. Um, and Or we can meet, you know, just to, just to say hi, have some, have some, you know, blood wine or, you know, uh, you know, a tasty morsel or something. I don't know. Um, you know, you're a vegetarian. I'm not. I'm in the meat. You know, um, but yeah, let me know. Um, you know that that way I could you know my I am not gonna say bucket list, but I I can be like it, it. Okay, it's a bucket list. All right, so I can just mark it off and say, hey, I met Elvira. You know, I met you know heavy metal guitarists, singers that I I I've I've idolized when I was younger. And this would have been the pinnacle, pinnacle, I tell you, of, you know, so I could die happily. You know, I say, hey, I met Elvira, Cassandra Peterson, a.k.a. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. And, oh, okay, okay, let's get back to what we got to do here. Okay, but still, Elvira, call me. Hello. Okay, so, ah. Let's get to the first one here. Let's talk about... And since we're talking about Long Island, let's talk about 
Amityville Horror House. Um, which I, for one, have not gone over to see or take pictures or visit or, you know, go for the tours that they did beforehand. Um, but back in the early 1970s, a horrible murder took place in this house on Ocean Avenue in Amityville, which is about 20 minutes from where I'm at. Um, the Lutz family moved in afterwards and claimed they were haunted by evil spirits and demons. Which, if you've seen the movie, the demon would be downstairs in the boiler room area and, and coming up the, the chute. Um, the book they wrote about the experience became a famous film in 1979. Hence what I just said about the film. Okay. One of the most famous homes in America, the house has since changed owners many times. The original address, 112 Ocean Avenue, has since been changed to 108 Ocean Avenue to 4th Lukilus. I don't know what the fuck Lukilu would be. Maybe a Lugi or something. But honestly, why would you put this in the thing? You know, you, if you don't want people to come by and you're changing the address, why give the new address? Now you're going to have more Lukilus, you know, going in and looking and looing on your house. That's a bunch of looky-loos. You know, just toss a looky at the looky-loos. Well, anyway. <laughs> uh, the house was built in 1927. Okay, you know. I, I had a house in Pennsylvania, which was like 1918, 1920. So, uh, tragedy struck on November 13, 1974, when Ronald DeFeo Jr. shot and killed six members of his family with a 35 caliber rifle while they were sleeping. None of their neighbors heard any of the gunshots and seemingly none of the family members woke up from the shots. So some could say maybe they, you know, the guy made up the story that he shot them and used something else. I don't know. Time would tell. We won't know. There's many movies that's made about this so who's to say what's real and what's not? Okay. Uh, okay. All the family members were found in the same position, face down in their beds. Now that's some crazy. Wow. The feel initially claimed a mafia hitman killed his family, though he later admitted to the murders. I mean, honestly, you know, unless you're really like indebted with the mafia, and I think in Amityville, I don't think there's really that much mafia. But I could be wrong. I've been told this many times. You know, um, there is speculation that a second killer might be been involved, but evidence has been inconclusive. Well, that's strange. All right, that was, that's a good one. You know, the, I'm getting, I'm reading this like it's coming in. You know, so you know, you're 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 like, wow, what the fuck? I'm going, wow, what the fuck? Over the years, the Theo's story has changed. Well, of course, you know, he's a little psychotic, I guess. Uh, Ronald DeField Jr. was found guilty and still serving a life sentence in prison for the murders. Some claim that DeField might have not have committed the murders on his own. Uh, yeah, well, you, you figure. Yeah. Uh, Lutz family purchased a home over a year later for $88,000. They stayed in the house for only 28 days. And there is a movie called 28 Days Later, which is like, uh, you know, it, it's not combined stories, but 28 Days Later is a, is a zombie movie. 
you know, in, in London, England, um, or somewhere, somewhere out there. Um, Spy Hearts, let me know. So, the Lutz family published the book, The Amityville Horror, in 1977, detailing the terrors they claimed they experienced after moving into that house. To date, reports say that over 10 million copies of the book had been sold, the book was made into a 1979 movie starring James Brolin and Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder being Lois Lane from Superman movies, James Brolin, many movies. I can't really tell you how many or what the movies are, but his son, Josh Brolin from Goonies, Avengers, Deadpool, you get my draft. All right. Uh, there have been more than a dozen movies made about the haunting since then, with some lists featuring more than 20 films. Expert have, experts have since debunked the Lutz story. In fact, the Lutz lawyer later admitted to the hoax, quoting essay, We created this horror story over many bottles of wine. Many bottles of wine. It is a hoax. Another Lutz child, Christopher, also claimed to have a creepy experience in the house. Although both children say the events detailed in the book are mostly fictional, they both blame their stepfather, George, for bringing on a, a supernatural, any supernatural phenomenon as they say that he dabbed in the occult. Well, there you go. You know, you start, you, you start dabbling into a book of the occult, you are going to get some, some unfriendly, wanted looky loos coming around. Um, people still go to visit the home to take pictures, even though the exterior has been renovated and the iconic quarter moon windows have been replaced. Which is scary shit when you see in, you know, the movie, you know, look like two eyes blinking in the night. And then when the blood goes in the, in the inside, it looks like bloodshot eyes. You're like, holy fuck. Um, owners since the Lutzes have not have had any supernatural or creepy experiences in the house. The next owners after the Lutzes reportedly purchased the home for $55,000 in 2010. Basically, it, it, this is like the rundown of what happened afterwards and this and that. So, uh, I'm just going to tell you, you know, it's like the house was purchased in 2010, $950,000. So, it went way up. Uh, 2016, six years later, the house was put up for sale for $850,000, $100,000 less than, uh, we call it, what it was from before. 2016, the same year, that house became Realtor.com's most popular home of the week. A reporter said that the house sold for $605,000 in March of 2017. Wow, that went down, like... 3000 and somewhat dollars we call it later. You know, they went down in price. You know, that's what they say about you know, real thing. Uh, listing describes the house as stately center hall colonial on Emmyville River. Large boathouse plus two car garage plus boat slip. Main condition. They didn't tell you about the blood and the gore. And, you know, and, and, you know, the priest that had bugs coming out of his mouth. Um... You could see you could see a slideshow of the exterior and exterior grounds here. Well, no, this is from outdoors. Um, this is from the site, but it doesn't show. Uh, you may have seen the picture going around 
online claiming to show the real Papa. Oh, oh that, that, that was a different one. That I was going to do a story about Popeye. Uh, I, I got sidetracked on that one. And uh, the fact, the reason why, because I was doing something for Jack the Ripper. And so I'm going to be doing that for my 100th episode with my guest, Yolanda Rumaka. I believe me, I'm probably saying the name wrong. I'm probably, she's going to correct me. I know she is. Um, with that, there is, after this episode, there will be the 100th episode, which will be in two weeks. Um, you know, so because next week, me and my girlfriend are just going to fix up the, the garage slash studio, um, make it presentable so, like, you know, two people can go and do this interview, you know, um, I've done it before, now there's like a whole bunch of mixed match stuff, and I got like, stuff going on, and, well, anyway, um, with that, when we're doing the, we're gonna be doing the giveaway, giveaway will entail comic books I have, you know, mint condition, haha, <laughs> mint condition, there's a segue, so, um, and plus, we call it, there will be you know, some uh, donations that's from Flashback Gaming, which is like friends of mine, and you know, they have video games, retro video games, up to date video games. They got consoles, you know, like Xbox 360, Xbox One, uh, you know, anything you can think of. The Commodore 56, you know, or anything, you know, Nintendo, and Nintendo, uh, you know, Sega Genesis, uh, every, you know, they got statues of, like, Dragon Ball Z, anything that's anime and everything else that has it in there, you check them out, go to East Northport, or just, you know, look up Flashback Gaming, and they'll be, uh, we call it on, in the town of East Northport, Long Island, New York. Um, I can't really know what, I, I know what the name of the, the street is. But I figure I'd just give you the town. You could look it up. Um, so in the tale of uh, we call it with that giveaway, like I said, you get comic books. They gave me um, a Harlequin uh, umbrella, uh, two uh, belts so you can hold your pants up. Uh, one with uh, you know PlayStation on it, and the other one that says uh, Legend of Zelda. Uh, also, there is a, for the horror fans, there is a child's play, which is Chucky, a, uh, trucker hat. Um, and like I said, you know, we get the thing. Uh, and also, uh, we call it, speaking of which, and now here's a concept, you know, Michael Myers and Batman has to try to stop him. Now, I would love to see this. You know, I mean, hence the Halloween movies. Um, you know, in the beginning, you had you had the doctor, you know, and the doctor would come around and he's like searching for Michael Myers. Couldn't stop him even like for the last four or five, you know, four uh, movies. But then you figure, you know, and even Laurie Strode, you know, 
which is Jimmy Lee Curtis. Try to stop him in that last, the last movie. You know, has pinned him into uh, the, the, the basement, set the whole place on fire, got him trapped, but then you know he's probably got out somehow. Hence, the other, the other movie, Halloween Kills, um, which would probably be this year. I'm hoping. I hear stories about it. I'm hoping it's going to be another one. Um, and also, I have heard, but also we call it, you know, Batman. You know, if Batman goes against uh, Michael Myers, that would be a cool... I mean, heck, come on, people. He went against Superman. I mean, yeah, he didn't win, but, you know... Superman is still alive, and he's going against like other people like Darkseid, and you know that's a guy with a utility belt, you know, and money. You know, I mean, I like Batman. Believe me, I, I don't get me wrong. I love Batman. It's just like I don't know, like going against said super beings, you know, like he's going to be able to do. I mean, yeah, okay, he can go against you know Riddler or um, you know, to you know. Uh, not Two-Face. Well, Two-Face. You know, anybody that has just basic, like, Scarecrow. You know, he has, like, the hypnotic thing, but that's about it. You know, Joker. Joker's not really the supernatural thing. It's just a guy that has parental problems and, you know, something wrong with his lips. Um, but that is the concept of, uh, that. Um... Now, let's get back to another Long Island thing, you know, which I this I did not know. I, I just, I looked it up, and I, I seen stuff about it, and, and this is, caught me off guard on this one. I didn't know, or my, my, my town of Long Island, you know, the, the, the whale-looking, you know, symmetrical, uh, looking on, on the map, you know, is like a never center for alien, uh, you know, visiting. So... Last year, which, you know, it probably was last year, but, you know, but over a million people have claimed they wanted to storm Area 51, which I think that is in Arizona, I think. I don't know. Um, to find out if the government is hiding evidence of alien life. While it's probably all in fun, you don't have to go all the way across the country, Arizona, um, to hear weird tales of extra stellar visitors. It has been reported that there are more than 800 UFO sightings on Long Island between the year 2001 and 2015. Ain't that some shit? You know, I'm like, I never... You know, wait, 2001, I think, was when the, the Twin Towers went down. Huh. Well, that could explain a lot of things. Um... One website even has an interactive map that you can pinpoint the sightings and read about them. Montauk Aliens. Now, for me, I'm on Long Island. I live in Mariches. Montauk is like maybe an hour away. Um, it's great, you know, place to live. You got everything from surfing to beaches to bikini wearing beauties and you know all the stores you can go to and people live out there and, and the, the breeze and, oh my god I would love to go out there I mean I'm not really a beach person but if I was going to retire I would go over there um, so Montauk Aliens 
The tales of this old military base range from secret mind-controlling experiments to time travel. Reptilian aliens that also supposed to have visited the site. Now, did they give tickets out to this? Did they, you know, they visited. I don't understand that. They visited. Did, did they go there and like, you know, like, hello, you know, we're here. Um, can we, uh, can we see the site? You know, it's like, we paid good money. We came a long way, you know, light years. Um, a book has even been written about the conspiracy theories called the Montauk Project, Experiments in Time. People still hike the grounds to try to uncover the truth. And that's what they tried doing with the, the Bigfoot. And look what happened to them. Um, I don't really know. I'm just speculating, you know. If anything, you go to Misfits and... and um, these guys we call it misfits. They know uh, they know stuff about Bigfoot and all that. So, uh, South Haven Park Sparecraft, Sparecraft. I almost I almost said spare ribcraft. Um, South Haven Park spacecraft crash. That's a tongue twister. An alien spacecraft. spacecraft. Good morning, Gadali. Uh, supposedly crashed at the county park back in the early 1990s. Photos and videos were allegedly found of the crash, but no official investigation was open. <coughs> Excuse me. No corona. The park was mysteriously closed just after the reported UFO crash, but officials say that it's due to duck hunting and not alien cover-up. I, I call bullshit, Yeah. Because if you're going to mysteriously close up a place that they found, you know, quote-unquote, um, you know, allegedly found a crash, but they close all of a sudden, and like, but it's duck hunting. Like, you don't close for duck hunting. You you close because you, you were going to go to bed, or something happened, or the, the, you know, the place has, like, some kind of, like, something wrong with their machinery. Um... Uh, or whatnot. But in any case, Fire Island Close Encounter. The National UFO Reporting Center collects people's close encounters on its website. Just like, wait, just last November, a group of people hiking from Davis Park to Watch Hill reported seeing a light that emerged from the sky and buzzed nearby. Their encounter lasted a few minutes and they were treated to some sort of light show by the object which then raced off. That, I mean, honestly, in Audis, you know, looking at Fire Island, it could be anything. It could be helicopters. It could be, you know, I don't, it could be anything. I don't know. You know, Long Island, you know, it has like its craziness and all that, but I don't think that's like more of a UFO thing. You know, you're going, and besides, where did they get the people? <laughs> where did they get these people? You know, fire out when you know you get a lot of drunk people out there. You know, they they could be, you know, like, well, what do you do? Well, I saw them all over there in the back, and I saw this huge light. You know, like, well, where'd you see it? Well, right after I started drinking, and you know, after about fifteen beers and two shots of tequila. Um, all right, I'm sorry, not two shots, maybe two bottles of tequila, and and I saw something out in the sky. I could swear it was a UFO. I saw green men. And it could have been, you know, just 
his eyes flashing with, you know, about to pass out. Well, anyway, July 4th, Flying Saucer. This this is going to be weird. In 2017, witnesses in Patchogue say they say two UFOs appeared during a fireworks show. The encounter lasted well over an hour until they both moved slowly out of sight. Now, people, a UFO appeared while there's a uh, you know a fireworks show. That's the fucking fireworks. I'm like, of course you're gonna see blimps and all that. Um, uh, again, we had some words and we started drinking while we're shooting the fireworks, and lo and behold, there was like a light. And well, I didn't know if it was a fireworks or or if it was a UFO. Back to you. Okay. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Uh, in one chapter of, well. I'm sorry. Hold on. Uh, the, the Mount Misery Mystery. Um, in one chapter of his book, The Mothman Prophecies, author John A. Keel outlines the experiences of Long Island radio DJ Jay Pyro, or Pyro, who reportedly saw UFOs at Mount Mystery, Mystery Mount Misery in West Hills Park. Located in Huntington, in Huntington, Long Island, back in the 1960s. Now, I think, uh, oh no, that's different. I, I thought it was like, no, it's Watch Hill, that was the other one. And this one is West Hills Park. Alright, I thought it was all the same one. But anyway, um, the area had already been known for supernatural sightings, Paro and some others who experienced sightings who reported being visited by men in black. Speculation? Dum, dum, dum. Um, asking about their experience. Paro, 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 shared her story of on the radio and was bombarded by eerie and threatening sounding calls from the phone afterwards inviting her to meet at the site she refused well honestly I would refuse too after hearing you know an eerie sound from a phone and a threatening sounding phone calls you know from some guys that are in black that has a little staff that pops up and it has a little red dot that you can look at and while they're wearing sunglasses like they're out in the, the sun where you know, you know, you know, Jacob over there, we caught, you know, like, oh, we saw some light. Like, yeah, you saw the fucking blue and red beam from the guy's little staff. You know, Jesus Christ, people. Drink some more. Um, oh, has anybody ever heard this one? And this is a friend of mine from work. <laughs> and it's a running joke now. And before he's like, there's a new term called pale as white. He looked at me. He's like, he's like, you, you're pale as white. And I think he meant like I was white as a ghost. And I'm like, pale as white? That sounds like an Indian proverb. You know, like, <laughs> oh, hello there. Pale, your name is pale as white. Why? Because you're a white man. You're pale. You're pale as white. You, drinking from urine. Let's go. Yeah. 
and hence, <laughs> hence we could it like you're, you know, drinking from urine when it's like, hey, I'm pale as white. Yeah, there's a mystery. Well, anyway, I thank you for listening. Um, this is my 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 papers here that you listen to. Um, I I thank you for joining me today on a Saturday, listening to my podcast. Um, I am. A, Exuberant. I'm using a big word. Exuberant. Um, you know, for you guys to listen. You know, to the thing. I see all these, uh, uh, you know, plays and all that from Anchor. All these plays going on, and I appreciate it tremendously. I appreciate um, all you wonderful people. Um, I don't know about anybody else in the different countries. You know. Let me know on on Twitter, you know, uh, Twitter at podcast, and it's spelled T A two S Q U I D. Um, so podcast tattoo squid, um, and leave me comments. You know where if you're listening to anywhere in different countries, I want to see where this goes out to. Does, does it go past the United States? Does it go to... I know it goes to uh, um, London, you know, because my buddies, uh, we call it Spy Hard Podcast. We call it... They're out there, and I know they heard it. They gave me a great review. Um, so, please, you know, leave a message. Uh, follow me at Podcast Tattoo Squid, TA2 Squid. Um, also, check out my Instagram, which is TA2Squid.podcast. Um, I also have uh, Twitch, which is also the same name, TA2Squid Podcast. Um, also, if you want to help provide, or not provide, but if you want to help and donate to the podcast or help the podcast, you know, with more, you know, to make it more higher in the ranks, um, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash or backslash where where do they call it backslash uh forward slash backslash um tattoo squid podcast uh you can just donate you know coffee because i like i like decaf um you know because my little the the ticker is not what it used to be so i gotta do it like decaf um but then you can help out with that also if you want to go also to uh, anchor.fm where you're listening to this or if you're listening to from Spotify or you're listening to uh, Google Podcasts Apple Podcasts um, hit I'm not going to say hit that notification uh, but well I mean I get a notification I'm not sure what, what goes on um, you know just click on the support button 99 cents four ninety nine nine ninety nine, and you know, with that, I can make more great content for you. Oh, excuse me. That breakfast came out from the Never region. Um, also, um, I said that, I said that, I said that. Uh, oh, YouTube. I'm going to be posting uh, a video of me in 2010 minutes. Um, Mr. Tim McCarthy. Uh, we talked about wrestling. We talked about uh, movies. All different kinds of stuff. Um, it was a long time coming. We kept on trying to get this video going on. And 
And, you know, we were playing Twitter tag. You know, he loved that, he loved that term, Twitter tag. We're going to hashtag that. Twitter, hashtag Twitter tag. Um, so, with that, I say, I bid you adieu. And that means goodbye. Um, but also, you can go to YouTube. Tattoo Squid Podcast on YouTube. Click the notification bell. Um, you know, hit the subscribe button. I'm at 30. I want to try to get to 100. Um, but also, you know, like I said, follow me on Twitter. I'm at close to half to have to getting to 800 followers. You know, my goal is to get to like a thousand or even more. You know, because I love doing this stuff. I want to be able to great give you some great you know stuff to that I you know I love that I talk about. Um, also, if you love jewelry, jewelry, knives, uh, stun guns, go check out. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on. I got the card here. I don't want to screw it up here. All right. You go to uh, the website, keyslovejewelry.com. That is K-E-Y-S-L-O-V-E. J E W E L R Y dot com, and you go on there, and they have you'll you'll see uh, the jewelry section where it come, you know they have rings like skull rings, anything that's for your horror, you know, critique, um, the necklaces, uh, ranging from anything from Vikings to motorcycles to. Uh, military, marines, air force, uh, and whatever you can't find on there, you just message Teresa. She will go and find out what you need. You know, if there's something that is specific to what you want, she'll go in and search it for you. And if she can't, then she'll let you know. But also her husband sells, she got, she has the bling, he has the sting. So, <laughs> Um, there is a section on the website, which I haven't been on there in a while, but I think, I think they still have it the way it is. Uh, you click on Keys Cutlery, which is the same name, K-E-Y-S, but it says Cutlery, so it's C-U-T-L-E-R-Y. Um, click on there, and there's, like, a cornucopia of knives, swords, Tactical knives, uh, flip knives, they, not butterfly knives, uh, nunchucks, uh, crossbows, yeah, you name it. Look at the site, you'll see what I'm talking about. You, you, your mouth would drop like that wolf on, you know, Bugs Bunny, and you know, just check them out. But also, if you can't, if, if you're on the site, but if you're from a different state, you can do the whole site. If you're in Long Island, you go to Farmingville on Portion Road. Go to 1075 Portion Road, Lala's Flea Market. Uh, they'll be at there. Um, uh, the dates, I mean, no, I'm sorry. The, now, now, they're, now they're going about to different places now. So Sunday, they're there until 5. And then Monday, I think, uh, Monday and Tuesday are closed. 
Wednesday, Thursday, I think they, as in Key and Teresa, they are out and about to different places. Um, but even if you go down there, you look at something, they can you can buy it there when they're not there. Uh, the people that run the flea market, they help out. Um, and if not, then you go like a Friday, they'll be there until like, like six or seven and then Saturday, the same thing, or they might have something, but just check out their website. They will tell you the places that they will be at. And if they're not going to be at places on the road, they will be at the flea market. So check them out. Also check out flashback gaming, East Northport, Long Island, New York, um, Again, just look it up on, on online. You know, you can pretty much get the, the the address on there and the phone number. And you can go and say, hey, listen, Tattoo Squid Podcast that told me about you guys. And, you know, I wanted to, you know, check you guys out and what you have. You know, and what do you got? You know, and then do the same thing for Keith Love Julie. Ask Keith Teresa. These guys have been my friends for like 30 somewhat years. And, yeah, I drank with them. I hung out with them, you know, we partied, you know, we've had each other's weddings, you know, we, even friends' weddings we had, and we're going back, it, that's another story to tell you from another time, um, so, like I said, I bid you adieu, um, have a great day, I'll see you on the flip side, talk to you on the flip side, thank you for listening, I'm going to do a bow, but I'm sitting in the car, so I can't really bow. So, curtsy. Anyway, alrighty. Thank you for listening.